Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from New York, and the results are not good. A four-zip Brewers shutout loss to the Mets. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Following this loss, the Brewers now, uh, well, pending, I think, the outcome of that Cardinal game. Brewers uh, will be two and a half back in the Central. I mean, I, just in a blink of an eye, they have now lost 11 of their last 13. We are, we're talking about it here tonight. Uh, we are live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Tim Allen, along with Tim Stadium Shea, as the Brewers fall in game one uh, to the Mets. And just uh, the, the way this game started, you know, I'm going to show still some more patience, folks, but I'm going to tell you, I was losing my mind the way this game started out. And we'll get to that in just a second. But. Uh, you, you can play Mr. Fix-It today because how do you fix what's going on in Milwaukee here? 2-11 and 11 in their last 13. It's spiraling seemingly out of control. I don't think it's totally out of control, but seemingly may feel like that to a lot of Brewers fans. But what do you do? What do you do to fix it? Shake things up a little bit? I think there's your answer. In a, in a nutshell, thanks. Everybody go home. Go back to doing what you're doing. Smile, Milwaukee. That's, that's how you fix it. Maybe you have a better idea. There's just little things that are starting to just, just pick at me a little bit. Just peck at me a little bit. Just henpecking me just a little bit. How do you think Andrew McCutcheon feels? 11 for his last 27 coming into this game. 
batting behind a cleanup hitter named Luis Urias, who incidentally has a little bit of a hamstring and a sore thumb. How do you think he feels about that? How do you think Hunter Renfro feels about batting seventh? Now, he hasn't been hot, so I'll I'll give uh, Counts uh, that one. But again, those little things are starting to needle me just a little bit. And I don't know if I have or you have any uh, fixable ideas. You have a you have a solution to this because you got to play these games. I mean, when it rains, it pours. And again, there's some things that that are just going against the crew. I'm not going to make excuses about a bunch of hard hit balls. You watch the game. You listen to the game. You knew there were some balls that were struck pretty well by Brewer hitters that were just at people. Okay, so be it. You chalk it up. But when you're not being aggressive, how, how many times have we talked on this show in 17 years about inning number one, batter number one, game number one in a series, in a road trip? Those types of things. And you just came out with nothing early on in this. My phone was blowing up early in this game. That's the one part that really got to me as I started the show out with. It's the one part that got to me was the earlier portion of this game. Right at the front end, my phone was blowing up. These are the quotes here. They look robotic, was one of my buddies. Another one said, they're going through the motions. Another one said, no energy. Did it look like that to you when they have a big series against the New York Mets at their place? Trying to bust out of it, coming off a victory, coming off an off day, bullpen ready to go, everybody fresh, reset, let's go toe-to-toe against one of the league's best. Did they look ready to play? 414-799-1250. Seriously, did they appear to be ready to play this this don't get too high, don't get too low thing? I'm not so sure about that, guys. And I know that's the way you're supposed to play the game of baseball over the long stretch. But aren't there times where you ratchet things up a little bit and say, come on, let's go. You might want to throw a few expletives. In there? Come on. Let's go. Come on, blank. Let's go. Didn't appear to me that they were ready to play baseball tonight. It just didn't. And and case in point is Adrian Hauser. You knew you were in trouble when the pitch count started rising. Almost all of these games here in this skid. Keep a close eye on pitch counts, guys. It's it's one of the metric that I think is underrated in the game of baseball. When you're really looking at, look at Bassett here. Goes eight scoreless. Why? Well, because of pitch count. He was successful for sure, but it was because of pitch count. Now their bullpen is super fresh heading into the final two games of the series. Now I will ha- uh, give it to the... Uh, Brewers bullpen, Trevor Kelly and and Brent Suter, three and a third scoreless. Most of all, this damage done in in the first inning, three of the four runs allowed in the first inning. The other run I attribute solely and only 
to Craig Council's decision to pitch to Alonzo. What were you thinking there? Starling Marte, he takes second on a, on a deep fly ball. You want to play aggressive base running? Okay, I'll just neutralize your best hitter. Your biggest thumper in that lineup, I'll neutralize him. I'll just put him on. First base is open. I'm down three zip anyway. If he hits it out, you think I was going to come back in, in the state of the uh, framework of this offense right now? The time to gamble was right there from Craig Council. Now, it turned out to be a moot point, didn't it? Because if the Mets don't score right there in that fifth inning, and that's what I'm talking about, the fifth inning, it's still a three-zip shutout victory for the Mets. But nonetheless, that one run should go on to the ERA of Craig Council. You had the lefty make the, oh, he is so in love with this lefty-lefty thing. He wanted Hauser so bad to get through that. He wanted Hauser to get Alonzo. Hauser against Alonzo this season, or at least right now this season, not a good idea, Craig. I'm sorry, buddy. Not a good idea. 414-799-1250. So in the first inning, here's, here's the deal. The tone setting of this game, of this series, it's set early, and I believe this. I absolutely believe this. I think it goes a long way, guys. I do. My experience with with doing this for a long time, it pays off when you really set a tone early. So Christian Yelich goes down on three pitches. Uh, Let's see here. Adamas, uh, two-pitch fly ball, four-pitch ground out to Rowdy. Nine pitches. It took Bassett to set the Brewers down in order. Nine. Well, what do the Mets do? They turn around. First batter to face Hauser. Brandon Nimmo, he had a nine-pitch base hit himself. Adrian, let's go, man. Let's go. Have a little – did they look like they had swagger tonight? Did they look like they had ratcheted up some sort of attitude and say, hey, man, don't count us us out of this thing. You think you're all that? You got to face the Brewers here. Nine pitches, you're screwing around on the corners. Let's get these guys. If, you, if, they, if they knock you for a double and a home run, fine. We'll ratchet down a little bit. Then we'll start corners and, and, and all that. But in the meantime, nine pitch, base hit for Nimmo. That's the leadoff man on. Then you get a ground ball to Jace Peterson who looked like he might have been 13 years old on the play. I, I, I can't explain that play from Jace Peterson outside of you just sort of freaked out on a ground ball in the big leagues. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Tim, you want to explain that play? I, I have no words. It, it, exactly. I, it's, you're this right. It looks like a little batter of the game on defense. For the Brewers, the second batter of the game. Don't you want the baseball? Hit it somewhere else. Hit it somewhere else. Or do you want to be the the the, the crappy kid on the team that we just tuck away in, in right field? That's kind of what he looked like. Go after the baseball. What are you doing stumbling around like a drunken... Mm. Okay, so two on, nobody out. He then falls behind Lindor. He gets it in play. 
Adamas then with a little problem with the exchange, and Lindor almost reaches on the play. Are we ready to play baseball at this point? As the pitch count rises against Adrian Hauser. Second and third with one out. Then Alonzo with an RBI base hit to make it one zip. Corners, one out, one in. McNeil up hitting 320. He hits a ball off Hauser's glove. That goes for a hustle double to knock in another run. That's a little bit of bad luck right there. That is, and then that's just the way it goes. When you ain't playing good baseball, that's the way it goes. You made that bad, you, you got to sleep in it. Two zip at that point. Uh, by the way, you had a wild pitch in there that didn't move a runner over. So I'm just saying. Uh, are you ready to play baseball? Then he falls behind Escobar, Eduardo Escobar. We all know about him. Uh, eventually goes full, and he gets it in play. Sack, fly, three zip. 30 pitches to that point for Hauser. Hauser goes full to the next hitter, with along with a couple of fly ball, or foul balls. 37 pitches. This is the first inning. This isn't through three. 37 pitches, four hits, one miss, two misplays, one Little League play uh, by Jace Peterson. He had the wild pitch. And it's a sack fly, and then, then it's three zip. Did you, did you feel like they were going to win at that point? Because i got to say, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest three zip lead I've experienced in a long time. <laughs> it's the way it felt to me. Does that make sense? It seemed like it was 30 to nothing. All right. <clears throat> it, just, it just didn't look like we're ready to go, boys. It, it just didn't. It looked like, I don't know, game three of a four-game set against the Pirates in which you've already taken the first two. And it's so maybe April 19th. That's kind of the way it looked. We're fine. Okay, Tim, where do you want to start here? Yeah, let's start out with uh, Rich and Racine. What do you say, Rich? You're first up on the fan here. Brewers get shut out again. I believe it's their eighth shutout this season. And it's the at least the third in this uh, thirteen game run. That's a tough one, Tim. But I think as watching the Brewers today, every pitch they they know what our pitchers are throwing as far as when they're going to throw it. We know don't know what they're going to throw, and they know what to throw when we don't know what to throw. So mm-hmm. you're going to get Pelez out on an inside breaking ball. You're gonna get you're gonna get Urias out on a third strike. These are third uh, second third strikes. You're gonna get him pulling away from a ball right down the middle. Yelich you're gonna with two strikes, you're gonna pitch him in and down. Adamas, you're gonna pitch him up. Renfro, you're gonna pitch him with two strikes on him, you're gonna pitch him a, a change up or a slider outside corner. They know us too well. They know us too well. And we know, we don't know their pitching. They know our pitching. They were ready for everything. We, Hauser threw at them tonight. Everything. Yeah, and they were fouling off pitches. They were shortening up. And, and that's just the way. You know, I, I, I'm afraid, and I haven't heard it yet. I haven't seen any quotes about it yet. I'm afraid that Craig Council is just going to be dripping praise over the New York Mets again because that's what he did in this pregame today. 
we have we we used to lose the frontline pitchers, their ones and their twos, but now we're losing the threes and fours. Yeah, and that's Chris a pretty Bassett. sad statement. You want to look at his no, ERA the last thing, last one four, last five thing. Stars? Yeah, go ahead. Mental toughness, talent, and confidence. We have two. We have one. We have one. We have talent. We don't have any mental toughness, and we don't have any confidence. I want an attitude. That's all I got to say. It didn't seem like they had an attitude heading into the, the to the Mets. They thought it was just la la la. la. Let's go. Let's roll the balls out and play baseball. See what happens. And if we would have had Scherzer or uh, uh, what's the other ones? Uh, can't think of his name right now. There's no toughness in this team. And you know, I'm going to tell one last thing. I've got to say. I am so tired. I love Craig, Craig Council, but I'm tired of looking at Sad Sack in the d- dugout every single game, every single pitch. He's got to lighten things up a little bit for these guys. Stop yeah, with the it, Sad Sacks, Sack it, stuff. I don't know what goes on off the field, but this guy, he's a mess. Yeah, Thanks. and, and he's the guy that says, says, don't get too high, don't get too low. And he's got no facial expression. And, that's, and I, I know that's how he is. But we all have to change if we want to make make things happen. He's not a rah-rah guy. never will be. But, you know, come on, Craig. Lighten up a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right, Ron. Thank, thanks for the call. The mental toughness part, I, I don't know if that's attached to attitude or having a little swagger to you. It's it's more fun loving in Milwaukee over the years than anything else, right? And that's that to me is sort of their personality is that it's always fun in the clubhouse and dancing and Manny Pena singing Hotel California and you know those types of things over the years. But how about how about getting pissed once in a while? Again, I I'm not saying you have this emotional roller coaster throughout the season, but in certain parts, certain times. Hey, don't tell us you're number one. We got something to say about that. What about a fight in the dugout that the cameras catch? <laughs> like a uh, Manny Parra, yeah, yeah. type situation? That might get everyone fired up. That would get the fans fired up at least, right? It definitely would get us fans fired up for sure. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to a Ron. Ron, you're next on the fan. You fix it. It's a, it's a fix yeah. it show, home improvement show with Tim Allen. Yeah, thanks, Tim. You know that game was painful to listen to. I just like you never had the feeling that they were going to even be able to overcome three runs. And every time I started to think maybe they could, they hit into a double play. And then they were talking about one of the Mets that only hit 250 last year, and they said this year he's hitting 324 because he's choking up. When's the last time mm-hmm. you heard about a Brewer choking up? Yeah. So I don't know why we can't hit some singles once in a while. Well, that's all they got were three of them tonight. <laughs> they got well, the some singles. Get three in a row. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. We scatter them around, and then I don't know. It just. I don't know what I know. You know, they change hitting coaches and everything. It just seems like we listen. You know, the other teams we play, they they string together singles, 
and they and they run the bases well, and they, and they just beat us a couple runs at a time. Yeah, and it's it's seemingly tough at bat after tough at bat against Brewers pitching, but then you know you go down in order on nine pitches uh, for the Brewers uh, hitting. Yeah, you know, and these guys are fouling and fighting and kicking and scratching, and granted. Some of this stuff is just by osmosis because your team is rolling good. You'll see more of that, and we did see more of that uh, when the Brewers were rolling well, you know, some weeks ago. Right now, it's just everything that that can go against the Brewers is going against the Brewers. Well, how do you think that they're going to get swept by the Mets? Or you think that Brandon, uh, you think that... uh... Corbin Burns will be a stopper. Yeah, I mean that's that's got to be your attitude that you're going to win starting pitch number one tomorrow. And this this whole laid back, hey, this is the way baseball is measured, and that's the way we're going to do it. I just don't agree with that. I think there are bigger series throughout a season than others. I do, and I've always said that there are bigger series than other series throughout the uh, season in baseball. The last time Corbin Burns pitched, didn't you get on him for not being aggressive enough and nibbling around the corners? Exactly. Yep. You think, I think, think maybe he listens you... to your show? Or... Oh, I, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Um, but I think although... Pat Murphy does. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just might. All right, Ron, thank, thanks for the call. I just the, – the, these guys go at these hitters like you got some bravado here. Get you going. There's something to be said about balls in play. Keeps your defense on their toes. They're not out in right field petting a stray cat. Looking at the clouds. Hey, what does that look like? It keeps them on their toes, man. Let's go. Let's play baseball. Instead, it's a nine-pitch base hit. There was a bunt against the Brewers too, and then you followed that up with a four-pitch walk. So now, now you, now he, Hauser got out of that inning unscathed. But, but again, those types of things they work up your pitch count. And then when you gotta come dead red, what do you think is gonna happen? That's just that's just was the early portion of this game that got to me. But now they've lost eleven of thirteen games. You're looking at a situation now where the next 8 to 10 games is critical. Not to say that they need to go 8 and 2 in their next 10. That's not what I'm saying. But you go 2 and 8 in your next 10? Just go 4 and 5 in your next 9. 5 and 4. Steady the damn ship here. Now, I don't know what it's going to take to fix that. But that's all it takes to steady this thing. It's June. This isn't, this isn't mid-August here where you're starting to formulate the plan into the postseason. Well, then it gets a little more important, doesn't it? Look at the players. Look at the looks on their faces when it comes to mid-August and early September. You watch. You mark it down. Put that in your back pocket. If this still is a pennant race in the Central, which I expect it to be, Look at the faces on them. Watch the intensity. Where is that today? Of all days, today should have been the the intense game. Let's go into the Big Apple and do some heavy damage. Instead, feeble, 
just feeble. I can't wait to hear from Craig Council. I want to hear from you guys, too. 414-799-1250. Rich, you're next here on The Fan. There'll be better days, I promise you, but this was tough early on for me to handle. Well, Tim, uh, two major points I want to bring up today. One is uh, I don't hear enough criticism of the batting coach that we have. It seems to me that they're swinging at a lot of bad pitches out of the strike zone. Maybe we need to do something dramatic like, hey, send our batting coach down to AAA and bring up the AAA batting coach, see if that makes a difference. Maybe that'll shake up some of these ball players into performing better at the plate. Mm-hmm. Number yep. two, did you watch the very last batting, uh, the very last player of the game? Yeah, Willie Adamas ran faster to the dugout than he did to first base. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, Craig, I, I don't think Craig kicks enough ass in the in the in the club meetings, or he needs to find somebody who can do that. That kind of lackluster play should not be allowed without somebody getting chewed out. Yep, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And Christian Yelich, what are you doing? You're four runs down. You got the count full. It's in the ninth inning. Just take the pitch. Gamble that he's going to throw a ball here. Your batting average doesn't warrant you swinging away four runs down with two outs. I mean, you absolutely need a base runner what were you doing swinging 3-2? I would have forgiven you from here to Sunday if you would have struck out looking right there. I would have had no problem with it. Because you're four runs down, you got them to a three-ball count, just take a pitch and gamble. Then at least you got a base runner and maybe something crazy happens. But I, I hear you. That may be a solution. I, it's been known to work. A little clubhouse tirade, clubhouse meeting, players only meeting. Someone busts up a water cooler. Someone goes crazy. Someone goes sideways. Prince Fielder was always good at that. We never really heard about it too much, but uh, word did trickle out a little bit here and there that when he spoke, a lot of people listened. And he didn't speak very often, but when he went crazy, he went crazy. All right, Rich, thanks for the call. Good call. I'm glad you brought that up about Willie Adamas at the end there. You s- run. You He knew. He knew the ball had been dropped on the drop third. And you were still just sort of, uh, uh, the game's over, sort of. The game's kind of over. I'm just going to run over here and up. Oh, now the game's officially over. Now that they threw me out, I'm going to beeline it into the dugout. Wow. I can't figure it out. You try and fix it. It is a super critical time right now. The more this goes on, it's a critical time. Guys, I think you're catching the vibe here. You you can't win the World Series right now in mid-June. But you can really put yourself behind the eight ball. You can real we can count on a, a pretty decent surge more times than not. In uh, all of Craig Council's uh, tenure here, they've done really well late in the season. They really have. You know, there's an exception or two, and last year was an exception. But they have really put on the the Jets. But you can't count on that every year. So don't dig such a big hole here. Now's the time. Uh, 799-1250. Mike. 
You're next on the fan. Hello, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Tim? It's more important how you are. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I'm doing all right. I, uh, yeah, it's just frustrating because the first inning uh, in today's game, and then a couple games ago, it was a tone setter. I know the play by uh, Jace Peterson wasn't an error, but that's a play he's got to make. That's just a play know. that you can't just. You, how do you explain a play like that? I don't know. It's just, yeah. and those plays will happen fine. I won't be freaking out over a play like that when you know you're you're playing decent ball. You know you're still uh, ten games over five hundred. Hey, things happen. But now more than ever, inning number one against the Mets in a big series in New York. Come on. No, I I agree. You can't you can't give a great offensive team life like that, and then they go on to score three runs. So, and then Brandon Nimmo made two outstanding defensive plays. Sure did. Uh, in center field, is Tyrone Taylor making those plays? Is Lorenzo Kane making those plays? I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I you know I look across the diamond. The Mets have five guys batting 280 or better. Uh, Brewers have you know Narvaez, and he's been you know good so one. far this year. Yep. Yeah, they have one. So there's a significant talent gap uh, when you factor that in. So I, I think everybody in the world knows that they need a bat. I think the question is, is one bat going to be enough? I think they need two. I think they need two bats. And then the question is, are you, are you prepared to trade a Sal Freelich, a Joey Weimer, an Ethan Small, a Bryce Terang, a yep, Garrett Mitchell? Yep. Are you prepared to mortgage your future for the next three years you know, when you have your two aces on your pitching staff. Yeah, I think I think, I think they are. I, I really do because you have that capital to, you know, invest in uh, the trade with. And, and this is a strange occurrence that the Brewers have position players in their minor league system that are de- going to be decent. They really are, guys. They are only. And the you know, reason I say that is because there's just a hand. There's a whole handful of them. They're not all going to flame out. There's no the, the odds of that. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. They've got a good core of prospects, and you know, they're going to probably have to part ways with one or two. I I would agree, and I, I don't think David Stearns can wait. I, I don't think, that with the way that they're playing right now, I don't think he can wait. It, what is it, uh, the trade deadline? Is it July 31st? Is that? I think uh, it's August 2nd this year. August 2nd, you are correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, with the way they're playing, Tim, do you think they can wait another month and a half before they make a big move? I mean, I, I think just... You need an infusion of energy and confidence. Yep. You need to inject that into that clubhouse because those those guys are you know they're going out there every day and they just look defeated when they step you know they just don't think they're going to score runs. That affects the pitching. It affects it affects the defense. It affects everybody. So I think it, you know just when they made that CC Sabathia deal in 2008, you just saw the injection of energy that it added mm-hmm. to the ball club. And the same thing when they brought in Granky, except, you know, this is going to be an offensive move versus a pitching move. Yeah, I, I do uh, think that they should, they should do it uh, before everyone else gets, gets to the pay window. All right. Thank, thanks for the call, yeah. Mike. Good, good call. Yeah. Um, the problem is, can you get it done today, tomorrow, the next day, five days? Sometimes it takes a little time. And look what Stern said about the Adamas deal. He'd been working on that deal for a long, long time, well before uh, it, it went down. But see, in the meantime, what did we talk about You know, 20 minutes ago? It's a critical time right now for this team. They don't want to admit it. They really don't. Don't let them snow you that this is yeah, it's mid-June, 
Relax. No, but you've lost 11 of 13. Whether it's Counts, Stearns, Adonacio, Arnold, whoever I'm talking to. You guys have lost 11 of 13 here. Okay, if you do it again, and by virtue of the fact that it just happened, it means it could happen again, right? It's not an impossibility that you go on a streak like that again. If, and it might be a big if in your world, but if that happens now, your season is in trouble. So whatever you do, it's got to kind of happen in the next 10 days, 14 days. I'm not saying trade. I'm just saying the turnaround. Just steady the ship here. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, play 500 ball for your next 10 or 12 games. That's it. I would prefer that you go on a tear and go, you know, 14 and 4 in your next 18. But if you can't at least go 500 and go 7 and 7 to just steady things up a little bit. It does appear to me all around baseball that this is the year of the streaks. It really does. Doesn't it to you, Tim? It just seems like there's a lot of that going on in Major League Baseball. Yeah, a lot of winning streaks, a lot of losing streaks. Yep, Yep. tons of them. So this is not unlike some other teams. And could this team rattle off six or seven straight? I believe that. They could. But will it happen now? It doesn't look like it. We won 13 of 15 at one point, right, earlier yeah, in the I remember season? doing one of the promos. Brewers have won 11 of 13. Yeah. And now they, uh, they lost. they've lost 11 of 13. That's crazy. You just got to steady things a little bit. That's, that's it right now. It, I, I, you know, again, when I say a 10-game window, I'm not putting the whole season on this 10 games. It could be a window of that's a little on the tight side, but you know, maybe 10 to 14 to 18 games. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. 14, 15, 16 games, 19 games. Somewhere under 20, but certainly more than 10 or ten or 12 games. Somewhere in there. But guys, you, you can't do this again right now. That's why uh, the, the, the ratcheting up of the importance of these games has to be paramount. Normally, I wouldn't say this. June, I wouldn't say this, that, wow, they must win this game, must win game. And I'm not saying that necessarily now. I'm just saying they must win in the next window of two and a half or three weeks. They must win a bunch of those games. Don't have to win a ton. I think I've made my point. Uh, Let's see. Where are we going? Charlie? Is that right? Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, you're next on the fan at 799-1250. Hey, what's up, Tim? What's going on? Um, I called in uh, after that first Padres loss, um, you know, a week and a half ago or whatever. So all my friends are blaming our losing streak on me. So I just wanted to call in and hopefully uh, turn things around. Um, there you go. Hey, if you use this show as superstition, uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm there. Yeah, I've got, I've got not much to say about tonight. Um, at the end of the game, I heard, I think Jeff Levering said, you know, we faced two batters over the minimum tonight. So, yep. um, yeah, not much to say about tonight, but I just wanted to hopefully uh, pipe in and, and turn things around for the squad. Yes. Okay, so when they start winning, Charlie, yeah, I don't want to hear from you. I will not call back for a long time if we start <laughs> okay. winning. All right. But if they if they do start winning and then go on a losing streak, then you then you have to call. I get what you're saying, and I'm all for it. 
All right. Sounds good. Uh, th- that's all, thanks that's for the all call, I got man. for you, brother. All right. Thank, thanks a lot. 799-1250. Let's get one more in here before the break, uh, Tim. All right. Let's go to Tim, who's listening. There's three Tims on I the know. radio yep. right now. <laughs> Tim, 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 hey, Tim, 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 Tim. Sounds like a slot machine that I hit in Vegas. Tim, 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 Go ahead. Uh, but anyways, are you saying when E.S. Putin talks, people listen? They do. Well, <laughs> okay. It just seems like two of our best pitchers went down, right? Mm-hmm. And then it coincided with Adamus going down and Renfro going down, kind of like they were both all together. And it just seems like, what side are you going to pick? Do we need offense or pitching? Yep, got Wong, Brasso, all these guys. They all went down. It's not all. Yeah, so it's not all injuries. Where do you, that that that's the big that's the big question mark. Really, is where you go with this? Are you going to say this is Tonto's fault for not playing like having the uh, the offense play better or do something different or whatever? Just get some contact, do something different. I mean, because they stinks. Like what oh. his name said from the Chicago Cubs, we stinks. Yes, they do stink right now, and they're playing bad baseball. They just are. If you watch this game tonight, Jace Peterson played a ball like a 12-year-old. And I've actually, I've seen 12-year-olds make a better play I think I've seen better. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen Pee-wee. I've I seen like a, a, a kid, like five years old, rolled, or four years old, he rolled on the third base. Just to throw off the the, the catcher is like, well, what is this kid doing? <laughs> Were you drinking bored, tonight, dude. Tim? Yeah. What are we having? Uh, some, some brewskis. And I'm all, okay. I've been out in the sun all day today from 7 o'clock in the morning. I was out in the garden, sweating, but trying to get things growing, you know, because now that the weather's going good. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. But, I, hey, i, I got to ask you something. This has really sure. bothered me because uh, I know you talk. I know you have to do the minutiae junk right that's just part of your job but to me i really want an honest honest uh answer now where do we go do we get another pitcher or do we get more offense because like i said it, everything seemed to snowball and it, you can't even put your finger on is it the pitching yeah you could say it's the pitching or is it the offense because it's been their lackluster at best to take to take advantage of the window you're in, Tim. Thanks for the call. I want to talk gardening with you next time you call. So so call back. Oh, I just wonder what that dude's growing out in the garden. <laughs> you gotta wonder. Uh-huh. They're, they're they're gonna get a bullpen arm. They're gonna get a bat. But they're gonna have to get healthy here. I was gonna say they they're gonna have to wait a little bit and figure this out right now yes. before they go out and do something. I would I would love Moustakis back here. I would. The versatility of Mike Moustakis would fit in perfectly on this team. Now, there's some money involved. There's probably going to be prospects. There's an interdivision trade to think about and consider. But I think a bullpen arm is coming. Maybe two. Maybe two of them. All right, uh, we do have to break. 799-1250. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Brewers get shut out in game one of this three-game set. Early on in this game, it di- they didn't look good. They didn't look like a good baseball team. Well, the game settled in a little bit after that, including Adrian Hauser. He did kind of settle in a little bit to put up some zeros in there. But damage done when your offense is not producing, and it seems a little daunting. Being down three zip, even early. I was like, "Mm, maybe we chalk this up. And that's the way it turned out. Another loss. 34 
and 29 so far here in the 22 championship season. We'll be right back here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's the gene wagner plumbing baseball postgame show what play got you the most excited from today's game did it get you up off the couch it's time for the call of the game presented by the five o'clock steakhouse five o'clock steakhouse Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. You know, it seems when the Brewers are playing like this that everything is magnified, doesn't it? Everything just seems like it's worse than it is, and everything seems like it's a little bit better than what it is. And that's just the way it goes. That's a natural, that's a natural thing in baseball. It is. Four zip. Brewers get shut out. Game one of a three-game set in New York against the Mets. Your cleanup hitter again was Luis Urias. I'm just saying. I, you know, I don't know. Is he typecast to be a cleanup hitter? And that has changed over the years uh, in, in baseball, but not that much, I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Um, it doesn't matter. It clearly doesn't matter. Uh, you're... Your stereotypical or typecasted two, three, four hitters in a Craig Council lineup, it could be anybody. You'd throw anybody in there. Jace Peterson could back clean up soon. 
I wonder why that doesn't happen in a good matchup, but Luis Urias does. It's almost like Craig at times is trying to reinvent the wheel a little bit and go against the traditional and historical baseball grain. It's a nuanced sort of conversation, I guess, to have. But, you know, leave, leave, leave your boppers alone. Leave your guys there. And you're going to have some rough times with every position, every player. But, again, I'm, I'm just here to tell you that it's long sample sizes. So why all the switcheroo all the time? Just makes you think once in a while. Uh, call of the game here with 5 o'clock Steakhouse, which I highly recommend. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. And I've tried the service. And it's good. Really good. One of the best steaks I've ever had. I'm just saying. Uh, but anyway, uh, call of the game. So they get shut out. I'm a glutton here right now. And I just want to, uh, it's almost like I want to punish myself here. So indulge me in this, that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to punish myself. This, when it goes bad, it goes bad. We have the, uh, which, which highlight do we want to run first? The uh, highlight from the Mets television network or Bally sports, Wisconsin. Let's go our home first. The oh, okay. So and then we'll this do is Bally's. Valley Sports, Wisconsin, leading off the third. You're down three zip. You're still in the ball game. Need to get something going. Hunter Renfro gets a barrel on one, and here's what here's what happens. Swing and a line drive out towards the gap in left center. Nimmo coming over. Dives! He caught it. Wow, what a play by Brandon Nimmo. Takes an extra base hit away from Hunter Renfro. Yeah, that that hurts, and that seemingly happens when you're rolling bad. How about the Mets television network on the same play? He's got 10 home runs on the year. And he lines this one to left center, chasing in the gap. Is Nimmo diving, and he made the catch! Oh, wow! And those of you uh, that did listen to the ball game, uh, observed the ball game tonight, did you hear how loud and ruckus it was when the Mets were batting? And super quiet when the Brewers were batting. Don't get anything going. We want to take you to sleepy land. And that's funny how that is. Tim, I know you've noticed those things. Mm-hmm. It's one of the louder stadiums in all of baseball. <laughs> you come out of there with your ears ringing, that's for sure. Nate, let's get you in here. We are going to have Craig Council coming up in just a couple of minutes, but Nate uh, felt the need to call us, 414-799-1250. Your thoughts, Nate? Um, for me personally, uh, I'm just – I, in a way, I'm, I'm kind of like, like the pitching is bad, has been bad. The offense has been bad, and the defense has been bad. Are you starting to doubt this team? No, because, like, I feel like the pitching is just going through a rough patch right now. Um, but for me, I was talking to Kobe probably like a week ago or something, and I told him, I said, you, you cannot be a World Series team with – Two out of the three phases of the the way the way a team is constructed. So pitching, defense, and offense. You can't have two of those three under below average or average for me. Yep. 
Yeah. The pitching has been great. And what I will say to the pitch, say about the pitching is I can I can understand how people people be like the pitch is the pitching has been bad, but it's been times where the pitch has been good and the offense still hasn't come through. The offense needs to show up and give these guys some help. Um, I understand going into uh, at the start of the game being down three runs, but you like you still have eight innings left to muster three runs. Like at the, at some point, the offense needs to have the pitchers back because when when the offense was not doing anything, the the uh, the mm-hmm. pitchers had their backs. Bullpen coming in, holding holding um, holding steady. So that they could come back, and they could have like that, uh, like that game against uh, San Diego. The bullpen held San Diego that whole game and made it so where they could come back. You know what I mean? So I feel like we just need to give the pitchers a little bit of a break. But I'm not saying they're doing they're doing great because they're not. But I feel like the offense is is mainly the problem. But like I was saying, two of the three, the defense is terrible and the and the offense is terrible right now. And so like you cannot win a World Series with two of the three not being productive. Yeah, and you you're seeing the teams. other teams, Nate, you're seeing the other teams start to take advantage and play a little more aggressive against this Brewer team. I've noticed that this year. That's a trend that and and a message that's been sent by your own play and and you got to stop that you 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 got you got to nip that because you you're seeing extra bases taken you're seeing you know stolen base attempts you're seeing a lot of bunts against the brewers they know about this team if you can scrape across a few runs on this team with the offensive struggles that they have you you stand a pretty good chance to knock them down a little bit and that's what's been happening and and that's another thing for me when when is when is the, when is enough enough for Craig Council? When is enough enough to say, okay, guys guys aren't being productive. We have to go. We have to start trying to manufacture runs the uh, the old way. We have mm-hmm. to start taking bases. We have to put on hit and run. We have to try to get an extra base on a base hit. We have to try to get an extra base on a triple. We have to be more aggressive. More aggressive. I I watch these games and you see a guy. Some of those leads, they I just feel like they need to be like they're not good enough. You know, like you got Christian Yelich on on a bag on first base. Be aggressive. Let him let get let him get out and still a base. Because I, for me, none of these guys are none of these guys in the offense right now are guys where I'm saying I don't want I don't want to I don't want you to steal because he's he's at the plate and he can probably right. knock one out. I don't right. feel confident in that. You have yep, to be aggressive. Yep. You have to point. hit and run. You have to steal bases because they're doing it against you and it's just it's something has to give because if you're not going to drive and run you have to manufacture your own run 
That's just how I feel. Like, yep. No, Nate, it, Nate, that's, that's, that, you know what? That's a good fix it. That's a good remedy. And I agree with you. All right, Nate, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again. I, I like the call. It is a good remedy. It may not work out all the time, but the station to station baseball right now for Craig Council, it's not working. It's not working offensively. Now the players got to play. They need to step it up. We all know that. And they've got to do a little more work and they've got to get things, you know, they've got to get things righted. But the team as a whole, that's the part of it. It uh, it does concern me a little bit the next, say, 15 games, two and a half weeks or so. It really does. And it should. So, Tim, mm-hmm. we have a final out of St. Louis. but Yeah, did uh, he complete a no-hitter? No. Two outs Good. away. Thank and, God. Yeah, so, Cal Mitchell, pinch hit double, ground rule double. With one out in the ninth? With one out in the ninth. Michaelis had a no-hitter going through eight and a third. <laughs> So now the Brewers, if we check the standings, this this will be great news. Is that game final yet? It is final, 9-1. The, the Pirates did score a run in the third okay. or fourth inning without it getting a hit. Yeah, all right. So now the standings, I believe the Brewers now with the doubleheader sweep for the Cardinals, a loss for the Brewers. That's a game and a half. Uh, I believe the Brewers are two and a half. That is correct. The Brewers are two and a half out. A first place from the St. Louis Cardinals. Two and a half. Two and a half. The Cardinals wow. are 37 and 27. The Brewers are 34 and 29. I told you the Cardinals were going to taste first place. But I didn't think it was going to happen like this. So quick. And and now it's, you know, the, the, the difference between four and a half up and two and a half back. It happens so quick. Crazy. It's a crazy world of baseball. Uh, Heimer, you need to talk to me before we hear from Craig Council. You got anything good? Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. <laughs> I listen to the show when I don't call in. And a few days ago, okay, Council's on the verge of setting a record, okay? Yep. He's the greatest thing to hit town since whipped cream and nuts. That's right. He's a really Sign good manager. Sign him to a lifetime contract. And you were kind of on that wagon. Well, I don't callers. know about a lifetime contract, but he's a very good yeah. manager. He is. Yeah, well, I think, Tim, I think he's really pedestrian. I think he's an average guy. Seriously. Whose job is it to motivate these guys? That's I know his. you can't play for them, but whose job is it to uh, light a fire under these guys' butt? Uh, ultimate, ultimately, it's, he's held accountable for motivation. Yes, but his department heads are too. But he's ultimately at the top. And what, like you said before, what about all five foot nine, one hundred seventy-five pounds of Urias batting cleanup? <laughs> oh, it's trying. He's he's. It's almost as if he's trying to say, "Nope, I got a better idea than baseball did for the last one hundred and twenty years." Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you got to have McCutcheon or. I know uh, uh, Renfro's not hitting good now, but come on. I mean, no, I, who do you I, want I up there that. in the four hole? You know, to win the game, maybe sack fly. You get another time at bat instead of batting seventh like Renfro. He gets up to four. I just can't figure it out. And, again, how about the uh, batting coaches, the two-headed batting coach that mm-hmm. I think Rich called earlier. I think that was his name. You never hear about that. You know, Darnell Coles and Haynes would probably be thrown under the bus by now. This two-headed 
thing you have, you don't hear about it. Why? No. Ozzie Timmons, Connor Dawson. Yep. Right. Well, they've the eight. They they have made. Uh, uh, other teams have made some drastic decisions on pitching and hitting coaches this early in the season. So just saying, I, I can't rule it totally out, but I think we're a little bit before that. But would you agree, Heimer, then, that the next two weeks are pretty critical for this season? Yeah, they are. I mean, how can you not lose confidence in this team? Look at, look at, them, look at them out there. Oh, they're, they're getting they're doubted. Pathetic, weak. And that goes again to me. Council to me is a renicky on steroids. He wants to be your friend. I think he's soft. Like a perfect example tonight, Timmy, Adamus not hustling. Okay, he, yep. he couldn't yank him. The game was over. How about Marmol from the Cardinals, the first place Cardinals the other day pulls Harrison Bader, the leader in stolen bases, probably the best center fielder in the National League. Pulls him in the middle of the game. Yep. And talks to him in the dugout. Would would Council do that? Not a chance. I mean, he couldn't pull a diamond, obviously, right? Game over. But big fat no to him. He, he wouldn't yeah. pull him. Not a chance. No. He'd be like, well, I, he knows what he did wrong, and I don't have to mm-hmm. tell him. It, come yep. on. Yep. Right? Yep. That's, exactly what he, that's exactly what he would say. Right. Well... It's weak, Tim. And I, well, I, that's why I can't see how all these people are gaga over council. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of wins, granted. The yep. division has been terrible since the Cubs won it in 16. They, the division sucks. But you still got to beat the teams you play. I understand that. They get to the playoffs and then they kind of take a dump. But I just can't see why everybody thinks this guy is so great. I don't know if he's a hometown boy or what. But Heimer, you are not alone. I'll just tell you that right now. You're not alone. This isn't a landslide. Everybody but Heimer is is on the 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 pro Craig Council bandwagon. That that's not the case. You you you're not alone. Okay, all right, Heimer. Let's let's continue this conversation as we move along in the uh, season here. I I look forward to that. Speaking of Craig Council, uh, rather disheveled again, Tim, is that what you're saying? Yep, hat off, hair all over the place, just looked, haven't heard anything, just looked very mm, frustrated. I would uh, I would give no credit to the New York Mets. That, that's just me. That's just my style. I, I wouldn't, you know, other managers, and um, they, they have their own style. But uh, for me, I... Read the comments, heard the comments from Council pregame. This is like, wow, there's not, there's not a soft spot in that lineup. Well, do you think he told his team that? I, my guess would be, hey, these guys are tough. Yeah, they know, Craig. That, that's one thing they do know. I hope he's not going to them with, with this. <laughs> power of the New York Mets and wielding this wielding this uh uh this this attitude that you know we got our hands full today. I don't like that. I th- I think that's too little a little too uh inferior to me. But let's get to uh, Craig Council. We'll take a break and come right back and hear what Craig has to say about another loss. Their 11th loss in their last uh, 13 games. They need to right the ship here. 
pretty important time of the 22 championship season. It's, it is the next couple of weeks. That being said, these, these games are far more important right now. They're the most important games of the season coming up, the next handful of games, and, and maybe a little bit more than that. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show. I appreciate you guys tuned in here, braving the hot weather. Although, I don't know about you, Tim. I like this stuff. They just, reported this a temperature, they just reported a temperature down at the airport right now at 92 degrees. <laughs> I mean, I, this is just you know, my own personal flavor, but I really have always enjoyed I like the heat, weather. not the humidity. Yeah, that's like most people. Okay, four-zip final. Craig Council and his words of wisdom next, right here on The Fan. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Okay, we'll see what uh, Craig Council has to say after another Brewers loss. They're 11th in their last 13 games, and things will be better, I I can guarantee it. I mean, they're not going to lose 11 of every 13 the rest of the way out. There's no, no doubt about that, but... You, know, you look around the league and you're starting to see some trends that are quite concerning also. You know, the Braves just won their 13th straight tonight. Uh, the Cardinals sweep a doubleheader to take a two-and-a-half game lead over the Brewers in the Central. Uh, the Mets and Phillies reeling off uh, there in the East. Uh, a good good mark. And, uh, you know, these, these trends are, are not good for the Brewers and they're going in the other direction, but... They'll turn things around soon. They're too good not to. 
They they are. I know it seems tough, and everything's magnified, as I said last segment. But uh, we'll get to counts here. Mike, you get the last word. <clears throat> What's going on? You're on the fan. Man, I, I wish um, if uh, previous managers in Major League history knew that all they had to do was motivate bad hitters to hit better, some guys <laughs> might have kept their jobs for a while. I mean, come True. on. I, just Craig Council is such a he's a you can quibble with him, but Brewers fans should be absolutely grateful that he's helped drag this roster to as many wins as he has. They don't have offensive talent. I mean, you you want McCutcheon and Renfro batting. I mean, it's fine if you want that. Bat, those guys batting cleanup, I get it. But you really think that's going to be a long-term solution to this offense is to put Hunter Renfro or Andrew McCutcheon, who hasn't been a everyday middle-of-the-order producer in, you know, five, eight years. You got Yelich hitting leadoff, and he's doing a decent job there. But what's he got, two RBIs over the last month? Yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm, I mean, I'm not talking about a permanent uh, fixture right, as McCutcheon right. as uh, cleanup, but just in tonight's game, if you're going to monkey around with the lineup, why would you, why would you put sure. why wouldn't you put McCutcheon there? He was 11 for his last 27, and instead you had Louie in in the four spot. I mean, I know Urias that one of the game he homered in one of those Washington games, and I heard Council say something about how he, he thought he had some really good at bats, but ultimately. This team had almost no last year. They won. I didn't think they were that good last year, and they won 95 games. So I guess I felt kind of foolish. But you saw what happened at the end of the year. Uh, they have no margin for error, Tim. None. And when you take out two of the two of the top three starting pitchers, you mm-hmm. see they have no ability to win a game with their offense. None. Every game has to be the exact same formula that they used to win this past Sunday. You know, starter pitch as well. They put in, you know, use all their best. But they don't even have any middle middle bullpen guys at this point. Yep, you know, yep. with all the injuries, there's just fixing this thing. In my opinion, it's time to it's time to admit that this is not an easy fix, and they have to totally fix this offense, which is going to require um, time. It's going to require giving guys away. I, I mean, I don't know that they would do it, but I really think trading Josh Hader at the deadline because you're not going to re-sign him likely is is probably, in my opinion, the best thing the team can do right now. Yeah, it could happen uh, this year or next right. year in July for sure. Yeah, it could. Yeah, yeah it might. You're right. And, and I just – how can they compete with this offense? I mean, I, I don't know. What can Council do? You know, the motivating stuff, You have no, nobody has any idea what he's saying in the clubhouse, you know, what he might be saying to Adamas after that last out tonight you know i think council's body of record speaks for itself and like any other manager you can you can criticize day-to-day things but like any other manager or human being not every decision he makes is going to work out but when you have such a poor offense in in so little talent there's just no options and i think with the two starting pitchers out and the pitching staff struggling right now i mean they'll have better stretches but you're just seeing there's no margin for error for this team, and, nope. and they can't. I, there's no there's no way. Are they as good as the Cardinals? Look at the Cardinals lineup. The Brewers are not in the same league as the Cardinals right now. And, and I mean, come on, let's be honest. The Cardinals, I don't know what happened last year to the Cardinals for three quarters of the season, but the, 
if you just line up to line up, there's no way the Cardinals shouldn't finish far ahead of the Brewers by the end of the year. Their their lineup is just so much Goldschmidt, more talented. Goldschmidt and Arenado. Mike, right. it's a great, a great call. Gold, thanks thanks for the call. And let's talk again. I'm not all the way there with you yet. I might be toward the end of the year. I might be, but I'm not there yet. But Goldschmidt, Arenado versus uh, Telez and Urias. It's, it's sobering. Wow. Isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it just kind of is. Then we could go on, for example, like I said. The, the you don't want to hear their, what I said off air yeah, <laughs> when the, you said the, that. The, <laughs> the Braves won their 13th in, in a row tonight, uh, hitting five home runs in the game. I mean, hmm, do I get one? Okay, one more in, only because he's always he's, he's a happy call. Vincent, uh, you're you're there in California, and we're going through some tough times here. So fix it for us, will you? Hey, hey, man, hey, man. Like I said, man, sometimes you got to get double fortyed up, man. You got to get double fortyed up, <laughs> and uh, you know, pour out a little liquor for all the ones that are no longer with us, man. And then I help you out, you know. Uh, but hey, I went through this with the Angels, 14 game losing streak. It hurts. I don't give up hope though, because it ain't over till it's over, baby. I mean, like I said, remember. When I called y'all in, we made those predictions. I said you'll go like 89. You'll probably drop down to third place at our mm-hmm. worst, but we'll still come back and get that win. You know what I mean? It's, you're you're right on target so far. Yeah, I know, man. But, hey, y'all still in second place. My Angels dropped down to third. Giants are in third. So, it, it, yo, you just got to stay focused and take on these games. Yeah, the offense is terrible sometimes, man. I'll, I'll get mad at the offense because these guys need to start performing. I get it. The guys on the other side are good. They might have a good game. They might they might be on fire. But you're a professional athlete. You got to do what you got to do. But hey, man, don't give up, man. Look, well, it's still May. It's May. It's, I mean, it's June. It's not even an All Star break yet. What happened? Remember, remember what those Nationals did. Remember what those Nationals did. Oh, of course yeah. we do. They beat us in the damn playoffs. And the Braves you know, last remember? year. <laughs> exactly. So you just got to do what you got to do. Keep on mowing. Keep on going. Showing up to the games and getting to get that victory, man. Got to take one game at a time. But it's frustrating, man. Believe me, man. I, I got the smile on my face still because I still believe in it. But all those people who ain't believing, hey, I get you, I feel you. But like I said, it ain't over till it's over. You got to ride till the wheels completely fall off. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's Wild right. Cards, playoffs is playoffs, baby. Vincent, thank you for the call. See, now that's that's a good way to end our caller segments uh, for tonight. That's that's just a good way. I'm there with you. It's too early to make a full determination for me, I can I can respect like Mike just called in and he he may be in, on target and he may be uh, the the leader in the clubhouse and, and a full consensus of all Brewers fans at some point this season, but I don't think I'm quite there with him with him yet. Uh, I want to see a little bit more. I just want to see him healthy and let's just steady the ship here a little bit and. I just got to see that, but everything everything is magnified. And Craig Council, I mean, he's at the helm here. Here's he's uh, steering uh, things, and uh, he's got to make decisions to again to define what he does, put people in positions to succeed. Typically, he's pretty good at that, but he, he needs a little help here, and that's that comes from the intestinal fortitude of some of these players that just start playing better. Let's hear from Craig Council after another Brewers loss. It looked like it was going to be a long night for Hauser, and 
37 pitches in the first inning. Um, what was wrong there, and how did he turn it around? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Adrian did a pretty good job. I mean, I, you know, the 37 pitches, um, you know, we had two infield hits there, um, two balls we get our glove on that we don't get outs. Um, so, you know, there wasn't, you know, they made him work. Obviously, the, the first hitter makes him throw nine pitches and then and then hits a double. Um, he, he battled well through the inning. Um but they made him throw a ton of pitches. But it, it, you know, he didn't he didn't pitch poorly that inning necessarily. Little little, you know, he had some maybe too many misses um, that kind of let him let him into some deep counts. But came back and, and pitched pretty well. I mean, that that line score could have looked a lot different tonight. I thought. And I mean, that makes a huge difference, right, for him to get through almost five. Yeah, well, he he. I mean, that's what he pitched pretty well the rest of the night. Um, and I think he pitched pretty well the first inning. He wasn't. You know the first. I thought the first hitter hurt him really. It was you know that you throw ten pitches and you double. Um, you know the second the second hitter. Um, you know we we get our glove on a ball and don't make a play. Um, so it you know then we're looking at he's kind of you know he's he's got his work cut out for him with the middle of the order coming out. Talked to Brent before the game about you know he's trying to kind of okay, be mentally hold, hold more on. locked Tim, in. Tim Shea, um, Tim yeah. Shea, just just stop, stop right there. Did we just have a soup pitch great moment? I think so. We might have. He doubled down. I, I let it go the first time. He doubled down on Adrian Hauser. Pitched pretty well in the first inning. Thirty-seven pitches, four hits, three runs, and a wild pitch. Four hits, three runs, a wild pitch, and 37 pitches was defined as pitched pretty well. Just need to point this out to you, the listeners, in, in, in the listening audience world here. I have an opportunity to stop action on, on Craig Council. It's, it's not live, so I can just stop it and just point this out. Again, Adrian pitched pretty well in that first inning. Twice he said it. Four hits, three runs, a wild pitch, and 37 pitches. You can make up your own mind on that. You don't need to listen to Craig Council for that definition. Because I completely disagree with that. I don't see how anyone could even say that. But so be it. I've heard worse. I have heard worse. Soup pitch great. We may have a defining moment here for for Craig Council's soup pitch great moment. All right, continue. Here's Craig Council. When he gets on the mound right away, was tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, Brent's had some good. He's strung together some good outings, um, and. You know, with with our injuries, we we need we need it. So it's encouraging to see, and um, I, I think he, he he threw the ball great tonight. Made quality pitches to to, to all kinds of hitters. So it's good to see he's, he's throwing the ball well. Craig, for the offense as a whole, um, just kind of the inconsistency, the up and the down, especially against good teams. Obviously, they're going to have better pitching, but. I mean, is, is there, do you have an expl- like a reasoning explanation, or is there like a cause of concern with that at all, or is it just kind of? Yeah, I mean, I think we got to do better. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, 
you know, we've, we've got to do a little better. Um, you know, a lot of it, obviously getting shut out, that's never going to work. But I think um, I think we can be better. I think we will be better. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this, this is this is the story, and we just we just you know, there, there's some signs of some guys tonight. It was kind of shut down, but um, you know, obviously we got to. We got to put more good swings on balls. Got to put more pressure on the pitching. Um, got to got to hit more home runs. Um, all, all of the above. Got to get on base a little more. Um, and uh, otherwise, it's you know, kind of waiting for that. That just hoping for that home run or that two out hit is you know is, is going to be challenging. Even tonight, I felt like a lot of near misses, even with a shutout. Um, did, did you feel like that's a slight? Well, close? yeah. I mean. You know, it, it, it's it's always close, you know, but it, it, you got we got to get it done. Uh, bottom line. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they haven't been getting it done. They will, and I do agree with him on that. That they will be better. They will be, and we'll have some fun times, and it'll be a nice run, and they've won five of their last six, and things like that. They're going to happen this summer. They will. It just hurts right now. It is it is uh, really frustrating. Brandon Woodruff uh, had a couple of comments here earlier today. I want to get that to you Soup and get an update great. on Woody. Soup pitch great. And there he is. Yeah, I think we did have the soup pitch great defining moment. Adrian pitched pretty well in the first inning today. Threw 37 pitches, allowed four hits and three runs, and a wild pitch. I don't know, just saying. That's uh, the, the ghost of Ned Yost. Is speaking through Craig Council. We'll be back here on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. You know, part of the solution is getting some of these guys back on the field and playing and healthy. That is part of it, guys. We can we can debate what percentage of the problem is health, but it is some. I think we can all meet there. Brandon Woodruff is one of them, and uh, after the Brewers' four-zip loss here, I think we, we turn the page into some happier news, and that is how did Brandon Woodruff do on the field as uh, he spoke earlier today? Yeah, I got off, uh, just got in. Um, I did... Shoot roughly 40 pitches, probably. So an up down. Uh, tried to simulate two innings. Had a batter, batter in, and was able to. Uh, today was the first time I was able to throw all the pitches. Um, so that's a pretty big step. So uh, felt like I had some pretty good feeling in my fingers, and um, I think the warm weather helps out. But um, yeah, today was a good day. Um, see how it is. I don't want to get too ahead of myself and see how I respond tomorrow because uh, the the issue is like gripping the baseball. So first time throwing all speed um, in the bullpen and, and game intent, you'll have to see how it responds in terms of because, I mean, there's nothing like, I mean, it's skin and, and bones you have to see. If, so, but it, it, as far as everything else, it checked out. How was the checked out good? You so. said the grip was good today, but yeah. does it come and go at all, or like has it um, consistently I, I gotten better? I think it's consistently gotten better. I think um, I've been on, I guess the Mets probably about a week, close to a week now, and every day has kind of gotten better playing catch. So um, I don't think it's something that's totally going to go, just completely go away. I think it's something I'll probably deal with a little bit, but um, I think the warm weather is 
very helpful because um, this stuff is caused from cold weather. It's kind of a, I guess, a, one of the symptoms are, you know, like, hey, cold weather affects this stuff. So uh, warm weather helps out. Um, and now we're getting into the summertime, so I think that's it's great. So, <laughs> And you've never dealt with it. Never dealt with it. Um, there's nobody in my family that's ever dealt with it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, that a, a teammate, somebody on the team has dealt with it, and I've talked to them a lot um, about it. And so it's, I don't know if, I think it's something I'm going to have to probably deal with on and off. It's important to keep the hands warm. That's like the big thing. So the warm weather helps out for sure. Instead of being 55 in Milwaukee, like I don't know if the weather has changed there yet. Hopefully it has, but. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. Is it a must win tomorrow? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it'd be nice. Uh, they are bigger. These games are bigger than we thought they would be uh, here in mid-June. But uh, let's take a look at the matchup uh, as the uh, Brewers take on the Mets in Game 2. Yeah, pitching tomorrow for the Brew Crew is uh, Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns, 3-4 and four with a 2.48 ERA, going up against David Peterson, 3-0 and oh with a 3.00 ERA. Yeah, and, and really for more than just the team to get the win, I think Corbin Burns needs to get back uh, pitching like, uh, like we know he can and He's just a tough out, but I, w- I would say this: a six oh five first pitch after the last pitch, you make the switch right here to uh, the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. But keep a close eye on the pitch count and how aggressive both Burns would be and how aggressive uh, the Mets uh, hitters will be. I mean, that to me is is really cool kind of baseball. Like, who's going to blink first? Is Burnsy going to go right at these guys, or are these guys going to try to ambush? My guess is, this is my, just my guess, I think the Mets are going to try to ambush early. And then we'll see what happens after that. But, uh, well, let's let's play ball. And have maybe a little bit better start of the game. You know, it, it would be nice to put up a zero, well, put up a couple of runs and then put up a zero. In the bottom half, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Tim Stadium Shea, thanks for producing tonight once again. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. My name is Tim Allen. Despite the outcome, there will be better days. Oh, and Bart Winkler will have a ton to talk about. Soup pitch great. And possibly uh, Craig Council's soup pitch great moment. So tune in tomorrow morning some more Brewers conversation with Bart. That's going to do it for us. Despite the outcome, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Powerful as Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.